0: We good. Yep. All right. So we're back for another episode of Cutler what, Cast. What episode? Uh, I don't even know what, what I think. Sixty nine it or it's sixty seven. Okay. We don't really. We don't even. We'll find track out when we post point. It. The problem yeah. is, so for you guys that don't know, we always have delayed. Um, sometimes we wait to air some certain things, but this is the Arnold Classic week. Yep. And I mean, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now. It seems like contest season, like we'll just start rolling into it, but. Uh, you head out tomorrow. I actually head out on Thursday, and we have the final countdown. And
1: this is like this is the first show of the year because before it was always the Ironman, but there's nothing overseas. This is the yeah. first Men's Open. I don't. I think there might have been a couple of bikini shows or some of the other divisions, but this is the first
0: open male show of the year. <laughs> it's kind of funny because there's only like I look at three major contests a year. Mm-hmm and that being arnold new york olympia uh,
1: mm-hmm. those are the ones that have been consistently there for yeah they've been there for so
0: long so like if i was contracted back in my era to land in the mr olympia at the end of the year which normally is in october we've seen a shift a little bit but i when i had a weeder contract i was expected to qualify and I had to choose either I was going to compete early in the season or I was going to compete in the middle. Mm-hmm. And ideally, as a new pro, you always wanted to go to the show that wasn't as crazy because back then, everybody from the top Olympia guys went to the Arnold Classic because it was the second biggest pay show, Schwarzenegger's name. Uh, seems like like people would finish the Olympia. You know, Remember, like I said, it was in September. So you had actually a little more time. Now this year fell the shortest. Ten weeks, I think it was the shortest you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was a three-time champ. Uh, you can see actually my my things in the way, but you can kind of see it. <clears throat> yeah, I got some. Hey. I got some uh, some awards back there, but there. <laughs> you know, I've kind of gone back and forth, and I mentioned that you know if if this was reversed back twenty years ago it's been that long i can't believe it's been 20 years twenty twenty two
1: 22 years since your yeah. first no 2022 20, so 21 yeah. years yeah, since your first one
0: years yeah and uh i didn't plan on doing that contest you know it was like one of those things where i told you i was sitting at a gas station and jim warmer calls me and says hey we want you in the show and back then it was like the top 10 or 12 guys and i thought wow it's an honor right to be called to the sports singer classic and uh you know, it was it was honestly I would have to say, if you asked me, the easiest prep I ever had was probably for that O two Arnold, my first. Why is that? Um, because in O one, I don't I, you know, I'm gonna kind of reverse a little bit. No one Olympia. Uh, remember it happened around the nine eleven tragedy, right? It happened it was six weeks after nine eleven is uh So September 11th, I think the show was six weeks after that. So it was in October. But uh, I was, you know, I, I, I went really hard for, you know, like six or eight weeks and got in crazy shape. So 10 weeks out of the Mr. Olympia in 2001, I was in like crazy condition. Literally, I had to eat my way into 2001 Olympia. So when I landed at 2001 Olympia, you know, I was obviously the best I had ever been, um, just really great balance, and my, I, my body came to, you know, that level at that point. And, you know, I, I really didn't deviate much because I had so many photo shoots to do after the 01 Olympia, and next thing you know, I, my mom came for vacation, so we spent time down in San Diego, and that's when I kind of made the decision and at that time, I don't know how many weeks out it was, but I, I decided to do the contest. And, you know, I really didn't have a lot of do, to do with my body. When you're already lean, mm-hmm. you can basically shift your calories around. And what I was doing at that point, I was I was doing medium, low, and high days. So all my training days would be between mediums and high days. And then the days off, which I had two days a week, I would actually eat. Lower carbs, but my lower carb at that point was like 400 grams of carbs a day, which is ridiculously high. But I was burning so much. I mean, my metabolism was so strong. That's why it was a no brainer for me to do that contest. And that was actually the biggest I ever came in a contest. I think it was, is that is that the year you did the Diet Mountain Dew diet? I did it for you for 01 and uh, 2002. Mm-hmm. I drank a like a 12 pack a day of Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> And I was drinking Coca-Cola after I trained, and it was kind of funny. I'd walk into the Crunch in the Kaleidoscope Plaza off of the 5 Freeway in, in uh, off of the Crown Valley Parkway. It was in Mission Viejo. And I remember I used to have a can of Coke. I would sit on this counter at this Crunch, and I'd walk out of the gym, and I was drinking a Coke, and I remember people looking at me, and it wasn't a super crowded gym, but like, hey, aren't you doing the show in whatever <laughs> weeks? And I'd be like, Yeah. You know, but I would do saunas twice a day. I was doing no cardiovascular whatsoever, but I was training twice a day. And I still go back to that theory about twice a day. But, you know, walking into that show, I had built a lot of confidence from the Olympia. Of course. Because um, you
1: just beat everybody except Ronnie and Ronnie yeah, wasn't there.
0: You know, and in, in Cormier was the main contender in 2002. And um, I, I think, I don't know if Kevin was in the show then, but I wasn't concerned about anyone but duplicating similar to like I was in one. And like I said, I was able to come in a lot bigger. Um, I, I felt like I was big enough and hard enough. I wasn't at my all time best as far as lean down, bone down, but I just overwhelmed everyone. And that's what brought me the victory there. But man, that was probably, if anyone asked me when my body was clicking the most, and it wasn't when I started winning Olympias, that's for sure. It was actually in, 2002, when I actually started, um, you know, figuring out my body and being able to dial in without having to kill myself, you know, no cardio was the best for me. Yeah. And I wish, I wish. Because cardio is kind of counterproductive. If it, you think it, about it. it is. And I know there are people come on here and they argue, well, you can eat more, it makes your skin thinner, this and this. But it worked like two contests. I did no cardio for 01 the last 10 weeks and. I did none for the OT and that Arnold. was due, And
1: that was due to the the twice-a-day
0: training? Twice-a-day training is better than doing cardio for sure. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if, if – Because it if, saves your legs too. I think a lot more people, if they actually worked out twice a day, if they split body parts and hit the metabolism twice a day, it would allow them to eat more and it would allow them to get leaner quicker. And especially the way I was training with the volume training and you know short rest periods and – Having that much muscle mass, that's, that was the main factor, too, is I developed so much muscle that you really don't need to do a ton of cardio. I don't believe that you do. I still believe, and I preach this to people, like, I mean, some people, it's just not necessary. Yeah. I think as you get older, maybe it's a little different. But, you know, I came in that show, I won. It was the first year they gave out the, the H2 Hummers, and, you know, it was $100,000. I still have the check in my safe. I have the first check the actual really? photocopy of it because that was. I should actually frame that. I just was looking. I was just pulled out of my safe the other day, and I was like, "Man, uh, I remember this." You know, Jim Lormer signed the check. It was like, you know, it was a small check, dude. It was yeah, like a normal. <laughs> it was like a little like uh, a personal check almost. You know, it said Swart- whatever Schwarzenegger Productions, or but it was a very small. You know, now the checks like business checks are like yeah, big. Yeah. It was like a, like he pulled out of yeah, his back yeah, pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like here's your check, you know. That's kind of cool though. And uh, you know,
1: what 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 was that like for you? Because obviously this is Arnold Week, and and a lot of oh,
0: a lot. Man. There's a lot of
1: people going there, for their first time. There,
0: there was a lot of emotions, man. Because remember, I failed the diuretic test, and I went through all that legal stuff in between yeah. competing. And then when I got there. You know, it was like that question factor, like, okay, they were still testing for diuretics. What, what was going to happen? Did you take diuretics? No. No, you I didn't. It failed, so someone tried to rig it? Yeah, I mean, I think. It's like the 88 Olympics. No, I mean, <laughs> listen. Oh, did I take diuretics in 01? Yes, of course oh. I did, but I didn't take what they said I flunked on, you know. It's the
1: same thing with the the Ben Johnson. He tested positive for things that he didn't take. Go figure.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, anyway, that whole thing was obviously you got. So them. so go
1: through this. So you, you you you're announced the winner. What goes through your head when you're standing there and there's thousands of people watching you look over? Because then Arnold walked the trophy out. You know, I don't know if he still does yeah, just he cause said, he's, yeah, he's he, older
0: yeah, now. Yeah, he does, yeah. He
1: but what was that? What went through your head when you um, saw him walking
0: over to you? You know, it wasn't so much that because I was more like, Wow, you like I really made it. You know, this this is now historic. I mean, watch people like Mike Francois, who is a huge flex wheeler. You know, all these guys win. Kevin LeVrone yeah, won. Yeah, Nasser you. somebody Monster. won in 99. Sean Ray. So, I mean, I, I witnessed, remember, I competed in 99 when Nasser won. And Ronnie won the year before you.
1: Yes. So, to a, to a certain degree, this wasn't, if somebody said Jay Cutler was a fluke that he got second at the Olympia in 01, you came into the next Arnold and you showed it wasn't a fluke.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I wasn't sure still at that point if I could win the Olympia, especially after being. Mm-hmm like kind of dismissed of the title um, the, you know, a few months prior, like it was questionable. So I wasn't really sure where, like that still was, wasn't sure if that was my calling, if it makes sense. So here I am solidifying an Arnold win. And now like I had all these, you know, I remember I was moving to Vegas at the time and my life was really starting to get rolling. I had, I had been introduced to my first big paycheck 60K at the 01 Olympia. So now I won a hundred. Plus, I was winning a a new Hummer truck that and a watch. Yes, I won a, a gold Rolex. Rolex. yeah. So, do you still have that, or did you sell it? No, nah, I sold it. I That's sold a small, it. the thirty. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a big one. It's Still worth twenty grand, you know. Oh, they are still now. It was still twenty the grand mid thirties. Yeah. So, so that was kind of like the historic. And then, of course, you know, going back and sitting out, you know, two thousand two Olympia, and then going back in 03 thinking I was going to actually be the man like and win the Olympia that year but it was like Iron Man, Arnold San Francisco pro I was supposed to go to Italy and compete I just didn't because I ended up with a it was Rome the, Rome yeah so I ended up with bronchitis or whatever so I didn't compete I just went as a guest and then you know rolling into the Olympia and then I went to the GNC show of strength and lost to Dexter I don't know if you ever even remember yeah. that yeah. that was 03 and then you know in 04 I went and kind of did my own thing you know Chris really didn't help me that year And, uh, you know, that was my last hurrah. But every year went in the most muscular. And, you know, Columbus was great. You know, I remember the first year. I remember when John Meadows is actually my driver. Mm -hmm. He took me. And then Lloyd took me one year to the supermarket. And Mm -hmm. what I I really liked about the Arnold is different from the Olympia ever was. Like, we literally had a person dedicated to us. Mm -hmm. And... Because it was an invitational, there was like you had transportation as soon as you were picked up, and Mm -hmm. they treated you. They had the gift baskets in the room, and the meeting was small, it was more intimate. And it was like you knew exactly. You remember, it was wasn't all these divisions then. So the show was centered around there was only the three bodybuilding. Yeah, so,
1: bodybuilding, women's and fitness.
0: Yeah, so it was great. You know, the whole experience was great. My family could come. My family drove from Massachusetts. That's what was great. They came to every single one. So they rented they a van. They couldn't always go to the Olympics. No, yeah. no. I mean, I Far. my my parents came, but you know, coming to Vegas all the time was difficult for them. So. You know, my my brothers did come and they had came to Dallas like prior to that. And they came to Night of Champions when I won that, which was really cool. I was in New York. So it was close enough being in Ohio that they could drive from Massachusetts. And, you know, it was just that that East Coast kind of feel was to that contest. So it always had like great memories Mm -hmm. and being on stage with, you know, the best of the best. And I mean, a battle Cormier who was a great, person to battle with like i was always challenging myself and i remember i remember in you know oh three oh four time he was actually living in vegas and like we didn't really run into each other but i knew he was here so it was kind of like i was always like trying to one up (laughs) him you know as far as i'm gonna train harder and people would see me training versus him training and be like oh you're training harder than that was a gold gym on flamingo that was uh decatur decatur yeah And then in '04, I remember we were doing our muscle tech stuff. So we we're actually in California. I remember being out there like seven weeks before the show, and we were doing photo shoots and, and uh, you know, really kind of prepping. And at that point, you know, I had won the Olympia. But I said, you know, after '04, I said, that is it. I'm going to lock down, and I'm going to focus on winning this Olympia. And in 05, I almost did it, and then in '06, I won. So mm-hmm. it was uh, – it was very very uh, thought-out process to sit back, and how many could I actually have won is the question. The Arnold's? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the record is four? I think, or? I think Dexter has five.
1: I don't know why. Okay. Dexter has nine total around the world because okay. he's won all of them.
0: I thought Dexter, he had four. I, already, I thought he had four I or think, five. Maybe. I thought Flex, Flex Wheeler, Wheeler had four, four, and You're Dexter right. beat You're him. Right. Yeah. Dexter's
1: got five, which de- I don't think I, – I, I think that record will never get beaten <laughs> because people don't – They don't concentrate on the Arnold like they once did. And I don't know why. I mean, I was going to ask you that. Why do you think it is, throughout history, the Arnold was always something that people targeted because of the money and the prestige? But it seems like nowadays, guys aren't as enthusiastic or they're not excited about the Arnold as it once was. Because there's
0: too many shows to qualify. So you remember, there was very mm -hmm. limited shows to qualify. And we were contracted like... I think even in our Weider deals, it was like you were to do the Arnold, the Night of Champions, or, you know, to get in the Olympia. Mm-hmm. There weren't, like, you, there wasn't any uh, Canadian pro, I don't know what they call it, Canada, Toronto, Toronto pro, Toronto or, Toronto or whatever, right? So, But they, think
1: of it like this. Cormier would do Ironman. He didn't have to. He was already qualified for the Olympia, because back then it was a top ten. Yeah, you're right. He would do the Ironman. I mean, you dude, did the
0: Iron Man. Phil Heath did the Iron Man. I, I mean, like, I, I think there was less, less opportunities to make money, too. I mean, you had contracts, but people didn't have mail orders or any of that stuff. So I think it was the way of, okay, I can fund a better lifestyle because but, your but contracts I, okay, are limited. I, I would
1: say this. Money's shifted nowadays where they don't have the contracts, but they have other avenues to make money. Mm-hmm. But there's few people that are really making that kind of money nowadays. There's few. You know, and people can say, well, I can make money in all these different areas, but there's only a couple that make hundreds of thousands or millions. To where when you were competing, you were making millions from contracts. So you were making it this way. You weren't making as much from mail order, but as social media came on and, and the contracts got lower, the money came up here. So why do you think where some of the guys, like look the, the prize money was 200 grand and nobody really wanted to do it where if
0: the prize it's money had been close, 200 grand it was too close to the Olympia
1: but if if there was 200 grand when you did the Olympia would you have done the show?
0: Mm, it's questionable, you know. If it would have been in, in I mean people thought I was crazy sitting out O2 oh, Olympia. But what I mean is
1: like if it was 10 weeks out and it was 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003 when you were coming in and you were really making a name for yourself there's no way you would have sat that out. Because You would have looked at that like who's going to beat me, but you stayed in shape year round.
0: Well, you didn't get out of shape, yeah. I mean, I, I can't really say, you know, I like well, I mean, I said, you did it, you did it those three years, yeah. But I did it because I wasn't winning the Olympia, or maybe mm-hmm. I never thought if I look back now, and, and honestly, I don't re- recall why I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that I wasn't sure if I was actually going to beat Ronnie Coleman at that point, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that when i got there i could let's put it that way but i was like maybe hey this is this it was just an opportunity for me to to build more branding and mm-hmm. and give the fans something that it build your fan base i think that you know i was improving steadily so i really wanted to get out there and showcase my body like and and show people what what i was doing in the gym i think i think you know you know when you look back it helped build your life. You know what's, you know what? I'll, I'm not going to lie. They called me every year after the first year. Yeah, like expect expecting me to do it. You know, because I was remember, so 02 I win set set out. They're like, we want you back. So I'm like, of course, you know. So I, I didn't plan on doing the Ironman. Yeah. I jumped in the Ironman a week out. So I go back and do the Arnold win again. So of course the next year they're like, come back. You know, and they called me in 05 to come back. Yeah, but I said no. Because by that point I was like, hey, you know what? I was like grinding every year, and I think I was able to improve because I was staying more on path with dieting for two contests a year. I think when I, you know, when I stopped peaking like that, I mean, 05 I was able to get in shape, but 06 I was good. Yeah. But I stopped. You know, I if you look at the track record after 06, it was really difficult for me to get in shape. What you're you signed with MuscleTech signed in 03 and then I signed the second deal in 06. So I signed a three year deal in 03 and then I signed. Five year? A, th- a three with a two year option, yeah. I would say the difference with you then
1: compared to a lot of guys now is 100 grand, winning 100 grand to you at that moment wasn't a big deal to you because you could make that very easily every couple weeks. Yeah. with everything you had going on so but a lot of guys now there's two or three that make that much money in a month and they're not doing the Arnold you know there's two or three and I don't I think that's the big difference that's why I kind of look back and and look at some of the guys now and go damn it's a lot of money
0: you know what it's though I'll be money. truthful like like I said I, I sit here on this podcast yep. I, I I really truly look back now and I say, I really didn't enjoy competing. Yeah. I liked, like I, I, it was my ego to say, I want to get and show what I'm working in the gym. That was my only outlet. But then once I started getting in the media and the videos and everything, remember I did my first video launched in 2000, 2000, probably somewhere around there. So every year, you know, around the Arnold, I made a new video. Yeah. So once those things started catching on and people started, you know the guest posing started to roll i loved the guest posing a lot more than competing yeah. so for me you made i understand i made understand a lot of money guest posing too but though. but but I, but I wouldn't blame half these guys if if yeah. andrew jack or nick walker or all these guys said i don't like to compete like i'd totally that's get hard. it i mean people would be flabbergasted some by that like how can you that's your profession you know you don't my profession was to go to the gym and lift weights you know competing getting on stage yeah. getting on stage was was my opportunity but in the end, I think I
1: think Branch Warren said that in one of the interviews where he just loved to train,
0: and because and, of that, and he the, turned into a. The body magazines rep. is what paid me right. Yeah. So in the beginning, and they paid me for you know the physique I developed, not because of titles. Like I was paid well, not because of I was winning shows. Then eventually, once you can start winning money and being featured and being popular, that's what's so great about it, right? I
1: think I think the reason why you're still successful today. And why you still get booked more than anyone and you're still trapped it's because of all those years they build up all the appearances all the hands you've shaken over throughout the years how many times people told you a story 15 years ago maybe at the arnold you took a picture with somebody and here they are 20 years later hey here's me hold my baby well i'm that baby i, I know yeah people the the in person people seeing someone in person is different than seeing them on youtube It's different than seeing them on a stage at a seminar. Being able to shake someone's hand makes a difference in the longevity. It might not matter right at that exact moment. But if you didn't do that all these years, you wouldn't be where you are right now. That's my opinion.
0: I think, think, though, that I stayed active. I mean, I think you have to stay active. So, you know, what these guys will go do at this show, you know, you're only going to have one guy that wins, right? And we're kind of tossed between six guys or seven of What are their nine total guys? Or, yeah, you know, only one's going to win, and then one's going to be runner-up. One's going to be third, fourth. You know, when I was fourth at the Arnold, it was a huge step for me, ninety-eight. And uh, what they continue to do with this is the big question. You know, what they do if you know the guest appearances have slowed down. Obviously, we're not seeing as many guest posings, right? Yeah, but the guest appearances are in abundance. The meet and greets are in abundance. I mean, there's still opportunity to go to supplement shops and. Military bases and expos. If people, and,
1: if, if people want to do appearances now, they can do
0: appearances. They can. But you know what's kind of funny? When I, when I actually got up there and I was even at the top level, I had like a. So I would call the NPC office and I say, okay, who's the district chair people of each region? And I would put a form letter together and I'd put an 8x10 in a folder and I'd say, you know, I'm available for guest spots. This is my fee. You know, this is what I do, this many 10-minute guest posing routine, always in shape, you know, I come out, whatever. And I would send that to the district people because then, you know, the people under them that would create these shows would be like, hey, we're having an event. And back then, like, you had to bring in a guest almost, right, to gather attention to the contest. We didn't – people weren't – good or bad at social media, it didn't exist, right? It was just a listed contest and then word of mouth, kind of like, hey, posters, you know, whoever was running around putting flagging posters everywhere was going to do the best. And of course, putting a poster with Jay Cutler coming was a plus Mm -hmm. as a guest poser. Mm -hmm. So I would send these out every year. I would take the time to do it. And that, that groundwork really created a lot of opportunity for me. And even when I was booking left and right, I still took time to send those out. I mean, if some of you probably people watching this podcast remember me sending out these little (laughs) things I had, you know, I would do it out of my home office. I wasn't a big entity then. And, uh, I would go out there and go for work. I remember I started at 500 bucks then it was a thousand then it was like two grand. And, you know, most of the time, I mean, my fee went up to, you know, 5,000 plus whatever, but a lot of times I did stuff at like $3,000 plus expenses, which to go on away on a weekend and Spend it at a show plus sell merch and eight by tens. I mean. You
1: know you know what I, you know what I remembered seeing, seeing you back then you would, if the show started at seven o'clock and went till 10 at six fifty, you were there setting it up. Yeah. So every person that walked through, I was there an hour before
0: you'd the be doors there, open at six. You'd yeah. be there
1: doing this. And then it'd be like, Hey Jay, you have to guest pose. Then you'd put like a, like something over your stuff or someone watch your merch. Yeah. You'd go guest pose. You'd get tanned up. You'd guest pose. And then you'd come back out and you'd keep selling. And a lot of times it'd be you and Ronnie. And then when you'd go up, Ronnie would be there. And then you'd come Mm -hmm. back and then Ronnie would go up. And then you'd come back and the two of you were next to each other. And you just sold and took pictures the whole time. Yeah. To where now, I've been there with some of these guys. They'll be like, well, what time do I go on? I go out at 10. So at 9.45, they walk in back. They don't set anything up. They don't sell anything. You've got
0: to do the meetup. Of course. That's what's key about so when you get hired for guest posing, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the meetup that means the world to people. Like, they can witness what you look like on stage. But if yeah. you walk in, the, walk in the back, do your thing, and walk out the back, and then leave, mm-hmm. there's no real interaction. People no. want to be able to have the opportunity to tell you, this is why I got into it, or well, this is why I follow you, or you did this for me, or have the opportunity. But the, that picture means a crazy amount to people. Of course. So I think it's super important, and, you know, they are having some sort of a, a former winner's event at this thing. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. I, I believe that we'll have some stage time.
1: Yeah. I think they're – is it the 35th?
0: The first one is was in 90 – 88? 89. So. 89. Okay, so it's so the
1: 34th. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're bringing all the winners back or something. I'm not sure. I don't know the details on it. Maybe it's the thirty fifth or something, I think. Yeah, no, I I just just remembering the times that I saw guest posers when I was, you know, out of high school and and you the the guest posers were there for the whole show, mm-hmm. and sometimes they were there at pre judging too, you know. And I remember I think there was a show that you were at where you guest posed at pre judging and the night show.
0: Yeah, because the tickets. Yeah,
1: people and, and but. That's yeah. there's a I difference. Would double guest pose a lot. And what it comes down to is in this industry, what you put in is what you'll get out long term. It might not be short term. You, you're not going to see it now. If you're one of these people that shows up late and leaves early, you're going to get your money and you're going to see that now. But you know what? When you're 40, 45, almost 50 years old, you're going to look back and go, well, if I would have put that effort then I will be feeling the ripple effect from it now. Mm-hmm. And guess who are the two most booked people in our industry? You and Ronnie Coleman. And he still goes in a wheelchair. And it's because you guys put all that legwork in all those years. And there are other people that competed alongside you the whole time. And they didn't put that extra effort. They didn't. And there's a well, reason. I think
0: we fell it. in that era where we had a lot of guest appearances available to us also. Worldwide. But there was
1: there was a lot of guys that still that did. Yeah. You know, but there's a difference between people that go that extra mile. Tell me right now, have you ever emailed Ronnie Coleman? He'll email you back. Yeah. If you've ever reached out to him, he'll you know he goes the extra. He's mile. great about
0: it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again this weekend. What are you looking forward to about this year's Arnold? Do you think?
1: Um, I, I th- mean,
0: this is the first year I think it's really going to be back to, I, you know,
1: what's funny craziness. Um, I don't. I, we we all have our opinions on who can win. And this is a legit show where I'm excited. I don't, you know, I mean, obviously, what you see on social media, but I'm excited just to see how it plays out.
0: I still stick with who I said.
1: No, I mean, I mean, Nick is the for sure. He's the front runner, but can he be beat? Yes. There's five guys that can beat him. Now, will they is a different story. You know, we could, like I said, there's a million variables that can happen. But I just, am, I'm excited to see that there's guys coming into this show that have endless potential. And we're still seeing that potential develop. Is that potential gonna overtake what we know, what we see with Nick? We know we're going to see with Nick Walker. You know, he's one consistent. out
0: of usually one out of the ten guys that potentially can be great are usually the only ones that succeed, right? Yeah. So I mean, we can talk about it. Like, think about like Nick was a
1: potential guy years ago, and now he's that guy.
0: Rami was a potential guy. Remember how and many he became years? that guy?
1: Yeah. Yep. So there's guys that are coming in like.
0: We have no clue what's going to happen with Sean Clarito. I mean, I thought Roly would win at Olympia eventually. <laughs> I, I
1: predicted him to win a couple of years ago. But like when I said, look at Sean Clarito, we have no idea what oh, – I don't know where he can place. He's
0: the X factor. He,
1: he's the X factor. I have no idea. Has Andrew Jacked watching what what Psycho Lewis is doing to him in the gym? Is is his backside going to get tightened up to where now he's a factor? We see that it looks like Samson's even bigger than he was before, and it looks like he's in better shape. You know, I mean, William Bonnick's been very quiet, but we all know if he's his normal self, he's won this show twice. He's got second at the Olympia. Yeah. So, but Rami, is is, has Chad figured out what went wrong with him? Can he fix it? If Rami's 100%, does he win? I would assume yes, if he's 100%, but if is if. if. But there's there's a lot of, there's, and Kamal's a a former 212 Mm -hmm. champion. He's going to be in shape. Like, there's... There's a lot of x factors going into this so i'm i'm looking forward to a couple things one seeing how busy the expo is because we've been going to expos around the world for many years and it was kind of hard going to expos and seeing the decline because of covid it was very difficult seeing it because we know how many people make their livelihood from this how many people depend on this communities depend on this expo halls can depend on this promoters depend depend on this and we watch it go down. And halfway through last year, going around the world, I started seeing it climb up. And we went to the Arnold UK. I was like, okay, this this is busier than it's ever been. And we went to Dubai Muscle Show, and it's even busier than it's ever been. And the Olympia being the weekend before Christmas, I thought it was as busy as it could be. Now, this Arnold, I, I expect it to be crazy. And, and it will be. And will be. you'll be at the Celsius booth. And Regan will be at the Celsius booth and your will be at the Celsius booth and Aaron banks will be there and Laura Lee will be there. And then you have all your private uh, stuff set up with you and Ronnie and you by yourself, like I'm just looking forward to seeing the industry thrive more than anything. That's, I, I look at that more so than the show mm-hmm. because that affects people directly that we see on a daily basis. And it affects people's lives regardless of what happens to that show. It's not in the grand scheme of things. That's that's the most. But let important me ask you
0: thing. this: so the guy wins the show. Mm-hmm. Where does that put him as a runner? Is it still the fact that the guy wins the Arnold? Is he <laughs> con- considered a front runner for the uh, Olympia? Or is it depends on who was in the show? Because our top two guys aren't there from the Olympia.
1: I think whoever wins this show is the front
0: runner going into the Olympia. I'd like to know what the viewers the viewers, the viewers think. Theory. I just I just think. I know, can someone beat Hottie Chupin, though? Is he beatable? Look, I'm there's nobody that's
1: there's nobody that's ever walked across the stage that's not
0: beatable. I know. Is do Hottie you, do beatable? You think he, yes. Do you think he, if you were a betting man, do you think he holds position another Olympia?
1: I would say, and I know I'm going to get flamed for this, I don't think the next two people in line can beat Hottie. That's my opinion. I don't. Hottie's going to get better. Is Nick going to get it is Nick or Derek going to get that much better where they can beat
0: someone? Hottie doesn't really have flaws. He's
1: the most conditioned
0: guy. Do you think he comes with a different combination? You say he gets better. Is it just a better combination, or do you think he improves body parts to be better?
1: I think he will be more conditioned because I have a feeling this next year at the Olympia, the guys are not going to sit backstage for four hours, and I think he will be as conditioned as anyone's ever been. He doesn't have, like, flaws. You know, what I mean, look, nobody's perfect, but he doesn't have glaring flaws. Who, who is who at the Arnold has the most approved? You feel? Andrew and Sampson.
0: I don't agree. Or Rami. Rami. Yeah, Rami. Yeah, Rami. Well, Cause, Rami's Rami's cause, already won the Olympics. Because so. Walker, I mean, he's the the best of the last show, right? Yeah. He's. Yeah, that's why we're calling him a front runner for the contest, yes. but. Like, who has the most to prove? Don't you agree? It's Rami. I, I because, yeah, no, I can I can see. I that. mean, or Clarita, who won the two twelve, that's now stepping into a big boy, big boy open show. Because I know he's done. These an are open the biggest of the big. Yeah.
1: The reason why I say If
0: Clarita lands in the top three. Where does that? What is that position? Does that put him in? Like, I mean, does he make the decision to go back and and win the two twelve, or do you feel like he may? Shift gears and say, you know what? If I can finish in the top six, the the money factor is much different. He would
1: he would probably I would assume he would just go at the open. You think I so? think he would. You know, it, well, it depends on where the money's at. If winning the two twelve, let's say the money goes up to I'm going to make a number up. It goes up to hundred grand. Of course, he would stay doing that. But I I see what you're saying about Rami as a lot. But Rami has already won two Olympias. He has nothing to prove to anybody. Yeah, but He's already in mean, history.
0: But people, I think, are counting him out a little bit. You know, I think they
1: are, too. I think they're saying Nick's going to win and Samson. They're not even considering him. And if Rami looks like he did in 2020, he will win. He will. He will if he looks like that. But I don't know if that's possible. We'll see. But I think the reason why I say Samson and Andrew is because Samson and Andrew are where Rami was five years ago. Where everyone's going, oh, my God, if he can pull it together, he could be one of the greatest we've ever seen. If those two guys pull it together,
0: they could be a potential Mr. Olympia in the future. But who wins that battle? You want to call it, or you don't want to call it?
1: I don't. I, I don't. It it just comes down to who's in who's in better shape. I don't know because Milos is going to do what he does.
0: I think I think right now Andrew has more hype than Samson does. Like we've seen more. It, maybe i don't know okay no no, okay, maybe no, I'm no. i'll say
1: this i think i th- i would expect andrew to beat him and the reason why i say that is they were very close they're what two spots apart we know that samson has uh milos as a coach and we we've seen what they've done now obviously i'm assuming he will get better but we saw what sam what andrew did without aceto now he has aceto in his corner. And Aceto has multiple Olympias, many Arnolds. He's got he's got endless titles under his belt. Let's see what Aceto can do with him. I know it's a short period, but he could have that wow factor with a short distance.
0: Do you think as Samson, he's a lot bigger than last year, right? Yeah, he's last massive. Last year as Arnold. Yeah. Is that a good or a bad thing? Um, I don't think he needs any more because muscle. Because I don't think doesn't I don't think Nick's tremendously bigger. I don't think Andrew no. Jack is a lot bigger. We don't know what Clarita is going to be over yep. his normal. Um, so Samson is kind of like uh, unknown because he's coming in a lot bigger than a year ago. Yeah. Where he was fourth in the Arnold or? Yeah, I think he got fourth. Third or fourth. Okay.
1: I mean, look. I mean, look. Samson, maybe. Samson is one of the guys that can win. I mean, he is. He's a guy who can win. Uh, Andrew could win. Rami could win. Nick could
0: win. Uh... Bonnet could win. You notice we're not making any predictions here. Like I, we I didn't. Don't, I don't. don't. want to make this a prediction show because I just feel like this is too close. I mean, I know I, anyone that goes on to these podcasts and they place these bets. Like, okay, let's try to bet the order. Good luck, because <laughs> you're not going to get it right. We we. You're I not. mean, we we totally destroyed the Olympia um, <laughs> because we all picked Rami to win. And yeah. he got, you know, obviously that changed everything when he got knocked to fifth place. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see. I mean, um, you guys, there is a webcast that is available. Yes. Um, it is, I think, you can actually use Cutler and save. Um, I believe Cutler or Cutler Cast or something. I think Cutler. Yeah, I'll I think find Cutler. Out. But more importantly, guys, make sure you guys check out. The webcast. Hopefully, I'll be making a a cameo, whether it's on stage or something. <laughs> and uh, I know Phil is doing some some commentating. Yeah. Nick, Nick uh is. Yep. I Dennis that. James, Janet Fuad. Oh, okay. We got Fuad assuming, on there. Yep. Yeah.
1: I think they're doing. I think
0: there's multiple. Yeah, casts. I think there's a Friday and a Saturday. So yeah. anyway, so I'm sure they'll have I'm sure will go on heads there. covering each division, right? Yeah. Yep. So more importantly, um, we will be in the house. So please. If any of you people watch, when are we launching this? I'm going to launch it Thursday morning. Okay, so it'll be up before by the arm. time I'll be landing in Columbus on Thursday evening. Please stop me, please stop Matt, and Don't tell stop us, Matt, top J. tell, stop t- J. tell, tell us what you think <laughs> of uh, of the Cutler cast. We appreciate you guys following along. Shout out once again, Celsius. We appreciate but you guys. But you're not going to make a prediction. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to do it. I always say, you know, it's funny because even
1: someone texted me the other day and said. Give me your top five. I'm like, I don't know. You can't predict these things. Well, Chris Psycho asked you that. <laughs> he asked me for your top five, too. I said, Ask Jay. Why you know what's I
0: funny? I was on Chris's live feed the other day. He didn't ask me for the top five. Yeah. And asked me. Yeah. So.
1: But it's, it's just one of those things where there are so many variables
0: that I can fucking, happen. I fucking hate predictions. <laughs> so make sure you bleep that out. Um, <laughs> I, I hate predictions. I hated it when I was a competitor. I don't want to disrespect anyone. I'm just a guy, like I have my I have my what I think the judges are gonna do. Yes. And my preference, okay, with physiques and like I love the muscle, right? I mean, I love Nick Walker and but I'm a fan of Andrew, I'm a fan of Samson, I'm a fan of Clarita for just I man, I would love him to win, right? Of course. I'd love Rami to do a comeback story and get up there and quad stomp and like just come up crazy, right? So Hell, I'm happy for Nick Walker. If you can get two times, he's one win away from me, that means, right? And I think he'll actually, at some point, I predict Nick Walker will hit three Arnolds. And that's just awesome for me to see, you know? If he
1: would have done last year, he probably could have got three in a row. I mean, listen, what could have, should have, whatever I say. I, I I just love going into this show where I have no horse in this race.
0: I want to see Justin Rodriguez. He's impressive right of course. now. Or Akeem. Akeem looks really good. You're right. Akeem or um, Patrick Moore. Yeah. He's coming back from an injury. Akeem, like, I mean, they're, they're, there's a great storyline to everyone. And there's so many good bodies. And like, if all those guys that we just mentioned, like everyone looks in shape right now. You know, I haven't seen anyone that's like, oh, he hasn't shown anything. Yeah. I mean, everyone's putting their bodies. You know who has over. the hardest job this weekend? Who Steve? Well, no, it's easy for him. It's easy for him, but it's still there's. He'll pick it right. He'll yeah. he'll be able to look right at it, and you know the yeah. good thing is is like, you know, like we we always say we have no horses in this race yeah. race. Man, I'm just I mean, whoever wins, I'll be happy for. I mean, them, and I just want to see it. I just it. I just know what the winner circle feels like, so I would love every single one of these guys. Some of them have been in the winner circle, so yeah. I would like some guys that haven't been able to be great in there yet or it would be awesome to see you know you know
1: know what i was thinking of i was thinking about when andrew was sitting here he said why are you doing the show and he said i won last year and arnold didn't give me my trophy i'm coming for him to
0: give me the trophy." i mean for him to imagine if he won the amateur and then the next year i mean that's a hell of a story i love these history making moments and that's what's great about our niche bodybuilding world right uh you know, we're, we're just the camaraderie, and it's just so many guys with the social media kind of going back and forth. And I don't think there's anyone on this stage. Like, you know, we had the blessing and the the Nick Walker thing going on at the Olympia, and then, yeah. but we don't have that any kind of tension. I don't believe no, here. It no. seems like everyone's kind of cool, and <coughs> the the backstage will be cool. So hopefully, I get to go back there and see the guys, and and uh, I'm sure all oh, they're all dying to eat right now because they went right from Olympia to you know, to prep for this and like, you know, we'll be in the house. So please make sure you shout at us. Uh, tell us and what go you to think your, of the Go pod, to your yes. social media to see where you're going to be yeah, at what time. All the social media will be posted two yeah. o'clock on Saturday. Saturday I'll be at the Celsius booth. So make sure you guys come by. We'll probably be giving out some samples. And also we have the meet and greet schedule for Friday and Saturday. Um, like I said, I'll be in the house, but please I'll be floating through the expo and uh, through all the, tr- the you know, tr- like going from place to place. So, just make sure you say hello, shout at me, or even from distance, Jay, what's up? I appreciate that so much. So, uh, we'll be back to give our rundown of what happens at this contest. And, you know, I know we have, we'll have, we have a special guest we have a, yeah. but we definitely going to get Milos cut back on because no matter what, <laughs> win, lose, draw, we're going to get one way opinion. or another. He's
1: going to be sitting right yeah. there and he's going to tell
0: us how he feels. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you guys check out, uh, this weekend's Arnold classic and, uh, You know, we'll see you guys there.